and welcome back to the Soccer Betting Blitz. I'm your host, Andrew. Today is Friday, June 17th, 2022. Welcome to episode one of season two of the Soccer Betting Blitz. We are back. We took a couple weeks off to recharge our batteries, but we're back for some more fixtures. Now, there isn't a whole lot going on in the world of soccer. They did just announce the host cities for the North American World Cup, which is going to be taking place in 2026. But in terms of actual fixtures, we only have a few leagues going on. So it does limit our choice of selection of games. But I think we are still going to be able to find you some winners over the summer until we get the return of the European leagues, which is going to start a little bit earlier than normal because they have to take the break for the World Cup taking place in November and December. So so let's go ahead and get started on Saturday in the Japanese J-League. Now, this episode, I actually have four games from the Japanese J-League. And I do want to point out, depending on where you're listening, these fixtures might be taking place overnight. I am an American, so for me, these games are taking place overnight. So I do want to point that out because if you are planning on placing a wager on these games, you probably have to do it today just because of when these fixtures kick off. So just want to put that out there. So for our first pick, we're going to take a look at the Kashima Antlers playing host to Kyoto. Kashima are minus 240 on the money line. The draw is plus 340, and Kyoto are plus 550 to win the match. Currently in the standings, Kashima are in second place out of 18 teams. They have nine wins, three draws, and four losses. They score 27 and conceded 21. While for Kyoto, they are in ninth position with five wins, five draws, and six losses. They scored 16 and conceded 18. My pick in this match is to take Kashima to win and over one and a half total goals to be scored. Parlay those together, you get a minus 146 price. Kashima are 4-1-0 and zero in their last five home matches, and all of those games went over the three-goal line or had at least three goals scored. While for Kyoto on the road, their record is 1-0-4 and four in their last five matches, and the last three of those games went over the one-and-a-half goal line. So I do think we are going to get to at least two goals scored in this match, and those two goals should be scored by Kashima. Kashima games average three goals per match and it raises slightly to 3.2 when they're playing at home. While for Kyoto, their games average 2.1 goals per match and raises slightly when they're playing on the road to 2.4. At home, Kashima have a record of 5 wins, 2 draws, and 2 losses, scoring 16 and conceding 13. While so far this year, Kyoto's record on the road is 2 wins, 3 draws, and 3 losses, scoring 9 and conceding 10. Now the over 1.5 total goals has hit in 81% of Kashima's games and in 63% of Kyoto's games. I do expect Kyoto to set up in a more defensive style to try and limit this Kashima offense, but ultimately I do think Kashima are going to be able to put two goals on the board, and so I think we are going to see the over 1.5 goals hit, and Kashima are good enough that they should be able to win this game. So that's why I like to put them together, Kashima to win, and over 1.5 total goals. Now if you do think Kyoto's defense is going to be a little more difficult for Kashima to break it down, I think you could also take a look at Kashima to win and under 4.5 total goals. The Japanese J-League is a pretty low-scoring league in general. There are only two teams in the league who have seen more overs in their games than unders. That is over the 2.5 goal line. So generally what we see in these games are under 2.5 total goals being scored. So if you're worried about us getting to the two-goal line, I think you could take Kashima to win in under 4.5 total goals, maybe even under 3.5 total goals. But for me, I really do think we are going to see at least two goals scored by Kashima. I don't think Kyoto are going to be able to answer that. So I'm going to take Kashima to win and over 1.5 total goals be scored, and that comes in at minus 146. For our second match, we see Shimizu playing host to Fukuoka. Shimizu are plus 160 on the money line, the draw is plus 190, and Fukuoka come in as plus 175 to win the match. Currently in the standings, Shimizu are in 16th position with 2 wins, 7 draws, and 7 losses on the season, scoring 15 and conceding 24, while for Fukuoka, they are in 12th position with 4 wins, 7 draws, and 5 losses, scoring 11 and conceding 10. My pick in this match is to take the under 2.5 goal line, which comes in at a minus 196 price. 
Another option for you is to take Fukuoka on the Asian Handicap line of plus a quarter goal, which currently comes in at a minus 155 price. Now, just to remind you, that means that if the game comes up as a draw, you will win half of your bet. And if Fukuoka are able to win, then you're going to win this full bet. The only way that you're going to lose all your money is if Shimizu ultimately win this match. In the last five home matches, Shimizu have a record of two wins, zero draws, and three losses. While for Fukuoka, their last five away matches have seen one win, one draw, and three losses. These are two of the lower scoring teams in the league. Shimizu's games average 2.4 goals per match, and it raises slightly to 2.5 when playing at home. However, it's important to note that most of those goals that are bringing up that total have been scored by their opponents. For Fukuoka, their games average 1.3 goals per match, and it raises to 1.6 when playing on the road. So very low scoring games. Shimizu have only scored six total goals in their eight home games. And Fukuoka have only scored four goals and conceded seven when playing on the road. So Fukuoka definitely lean on their defense, and they are able to shut down most teams' offenses. And I don't think Shimizu have the offense that is capable of putting up multiple goals against this defense. So I really don't see us getting to a high goal total line. The over 2.5 total goals has only hit in 50% of Shimizu's games. And again, most of those goals are scored by their opponent. And it has only hit in 13% of Fukuoka's games. So I'm expecting a very low-scoring match. And I do think Fukuoka are going to be able to avoid a defeat. So that's why I also like the Asian handicap line of plus a quarter goal for Fukuoka. Again, coming in at a minus 155 price. But for officially for the podcast, we're just going to take the under 2.5 total goal line. And again, that comes in at a minus 196 price. And for our third match, we're going to take a look at a game between the Urawa Reds, and I have a real hard time saying their name, so I'm just going to call them Reds from now on. My apologies to their fans. Playing host to the Nagoya Grampus. The Reds are plus 135 to win the match. The draw is plus 185, and Nagoya Grampus come in at plus 220 to win the match. Currently in the standings, the Reds are in 14th position with two wins, nine draws, and five losses, scoring 15 and conceding 16. And for Nagoya, they are in 10th position with five wins, five draws, and six losses. They scored 14 and conceded 16. My pick in this match is to take the under two goal line, not under two and a half goal line, the under two goal line, which should be listed somewhere in your Asian handicap section of your sports book. And that currently comes in at a minus 145 price. What's important to note about this, of course, is that if there are two goals scored, you are going to push your bet. If there's three goals scored, of course, you're going to lose. The way that you win this bet is if there are zero goals or one goal scored. So we don't have a whole lot of room for error, but these two teams are very low scoring. And I do think that at worst, we are going to get a push if we do get to those two goal line. In the last five overall matches, the Reds have seen one win, three draws, and one loss. And the last four of those games went under the two and a half goal line. While for Nagoya Grampus, their last five overall matches have seen four wins, zero draws, and one loss, and four of those five matches went under the two-and-a-half goal line. The Reds' games average 1.9 goals per match, and it does race to 2.8 when playing at home, but again, most of those goals are also scored by their opponents. While for Nagoya Grampus, their games average 1.9 goals per match, and it stays the same when playing on the road, 1.9 goals. The last three head-to-head matchups between these two teams have seen one total goal. That's one goal out of three total games. When playing on the road, Nagoya have only scored five goals in eight road games, so we're not expecting them to put very much on the board, especially against this Reds defense. The over two and a half has only hit in 25% of the Reds games and in 31% of Nagoya Grampus's games. So I really do think that we are going to see a very low scoring match. I think you might want to also put just a little bit of money on the draw because I think it is very possible that we could see either 0-0 or 1-1 come out of this match. These two teams, out of their 32 combined games, they've seen 14 draws. So 
close to half of their games have ended in a draw. So I think it might be worth putting just a little bit of money on the draw line. If you want to get even a little bit spicier, you could do a specific goal line. So you could pick specifically the 0-0 goal line or the 1-1 goal line. I cannot see us getting more than three goals in this match, so I would not go to 2-2 two to two or 3-3, three to three, something like that. It would just increase your odds if you want to take a specific score line like 0-0 zero, zero, or 1-1. One one. But you could just play it safe, just putting a little bit of money on the draw. But ultimately, I don't think we're going to see very many goals. So I'm going to take the Asian Handicap line of under 2 as my official pick. And again, that comes in at a minus 145 price. For your fourth and final match in the J-League, we're going to take a look at Kawasaki Frontal playing host to Hokkaido Sapporo. Kawasaki are the minus 180 favorites to win, the draw is plus 300, and Sapporo are plus 420 to win the match. My pick in this match is to take Kawasaki to win and over one and a half total goals to be scored, and that comes in at a minus 180 price. But I think, again, taking a look at all the unders that happen in this league, if you did want to take Kawasaki to win and under four and a half total goals like we did in our first match, that comes in at a minus 110 price. I think that is also a pretty good bet. The line should actually ultimately end up somewhere in the middle. I can see two or three goals scored in this match. Kawasaki are currently in third position out of the league. They have nine wins, three draws, and four losses on the season, scoring 20 and conceding 17. While for Sapporo, they are in 11th position with four wins, eight draws, and four losses, scoring 15 and conceding 26. Their last five home matches for Kawasaki have seen three wins, one draw, and one loss. While for Sapporo, their last five away matches have seen one win, two draws, and two losses. So I definitely think Kawasaki are going to be able to ultimately win this game. Kawasaki games average 2.3 goals per match and raises slightly to 2.4 when they're playing at home, while for Sapporo, their games average 2.6 goals per match and it does raise to 2.9 when they're playing on the road. The last five head-to-head matchups that have been played at Kawasaki have seen over one and a half total goals being scored, so we do see at least a few goals scored between these two squads when they get together. And the over one and a half has hit in 63% of Kawasaki's games and in 69% of Hokkaido's games. So in the end, I do think Kawasaki are going to be able to pull out the victory in this match. You could just take them on the money line if you didn't want to have to worry about goals at all, but I think you can increase your value because minus 180 is a a high price to pay on the money line. I think taking Kawasaki to win in over one and a half, which is going to be the official pick, is the smart play because I do think they should be able to score at least two goals in this game. But if you do think it could be a lower scoring match, take Kawasaki to win and under four and a half total goals. I think both of those are pretty good bets. Again, I do think we'll end up with two or three goals scored in this match. It is also possible that Sapoto are going to be able to get on the board. So you could take a look at both teams to score in this match, perhaps both teams to score in over two and a half, or even Kawasaki to win and both teams to score. Those should all give you some pretty good prices, but of course you're going to be relying on multiple goals to be scored. And as we said earlier, the J League is not a high scoring league. So that is a little bit of a risk if you're trying to think that we're going to get to three, four, five goals scored in these games. So just something to keep in mind if you are handicapping these matches. And your final game is going to come from the MLS and it sees CF Montreal playing host to Austin FC. Montreal are the minus 120 favorites to win. The draw is plus 280 and Austin FC are plus 260 to win the match. Currently in the standings, Montreal are in third position in the Eastern Conference. They have seven wins, two draws, and five losses on the year, scoring 28 and conceding 26. While for Austin, they are in fourth position in the Western Conference with seven wins, three draws, and four losses, scoring 28 and conceding 18. My pick in this match is to take both teams to score and parlay that with over two and a half total goals, and that currently comes in at a minus 129 price. Both these teams are very high scoring, and I do think we are going to see both teams find the back of the net, and we should see at least three goals scored in this match. I'm pretty confident about this pick. Of course, that's always famous last words. You say that, and it's going to end up as a 1-0 victory for someone. 
In the last five overall matches, Montreal have a record of three wins, zero draws, and two losses. The last four of those games have gone over the two-and-a-half goal line, and three of those games overall have seen both teams to score. For Austin, in their last five overall matches, they have one win, one draw, and three losses, so not performing very well, but all five of those games saw both teams to score and the over two-and-a-half goal line hit. Montreal's games average 3.9 goals per match, and it raises slightly to four when they're playing at home. While for Austin, their games average 3.3 goals per match, and it races 3.4 when they're playing on the road. The last five for Montreal at home have seen the over two and a half goal line hit, and in four of the five games, they have seen both teams scoring. For Austin, in their last five road matches, both teams have scored, and the over two and a half has hit. So again, we really should see goals scored in this game by both teams, and I do think we are going to sail over that two and a half goal line. Both teams have scored in 86% of Montreal's games and in 64% of Austin's games, and the over 2.5 has hit in 79% of Montreal's games and in 71% of Austin's games. So I expect this to be a high-flying, high-scoring matchup between these two squads. It should be very up and down. We should see goals scored in both halves. So those are some props that you could take a look at, perhaps an over-prop in the first half, maybe over one and a half total goals scored in the first half. Lots of different ways that you could play it. But again, I do think we are going to see goals. I think both teams should be able to get on the score sheet, and I'm not expecting a very defensive game. So this would be a fun one to watch. So officially, again, officially for the podcast, your pick for our fifth and final match, Montreal playing host to Austin FC in the MLS, is to take both teams to score and over two and a half total goal line. Again, that comes in at a minus 129 price. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Top 5. Thank you all very much for listening. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at Betting underscore Blitz. And of course, you can always reach out to me with any questions that you might have. Please like and follow the podcast and tell your friend we want to grow and make it as big as possible. I'll have another episode coming out at the end of next week discussing the weekend fixtures, most likely in the Japanese J-League and in the MLS. But make sure you follow me on Twitter as I might tweet out plays throughout the middle of the week. We do randomly have some Champions League qualification games or Japanese Emperor's Cup, things like that. Not enough to put out a full episode, but I do like plays in the midweek. So make sure you follow me to get those plays as well. But until then, good luck and happy betting. The Soccer Betting Blitz and its content are for entertainment purposes only. The Soccer Betting Blitz and its host are not responsible for any financial losses incurred based on episode content. I am not an expert and my opinions are my own. Financial loss is possible in gambling. Please gamble responsibly.